Hello, everybody. Happy New Year and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, John Keppel. And I guess this podcast will be continued to be called Art, Life Art, and Limitless Living. And uh, yeah, the only reason I say that, I, I think there are, like, there's a business or something out there. Actually, there's a couple businesses. And actually, there are several different instantiations of folks working within the Life as Art um, uh, umbrella. Um, sometimes there is businesses, sometimes not. Um, so this is just using the term life art as like a term in the English, uh, lexicon, um, more of like a way of being, um, rather than a business at all. But I just wanted to say that again, I've said that many times before. Um, I don't know what else might capture um, the work that I'm speaking of. I mean, I really think that rather than any one term necessarily, it can be thought of as art life practices or life art or living life as art or, and I say this again and again, because it's a sensibility that is, um, arising out of a kind of transformation in the art world and just the world at large also um i'm learning a lot um just now i was watching a lecture from 2016 by tanya bruguera and um i'm i'm going to continue watching here in a moment uh, she's going to be in conversation with claire bishop um just learning about the idea of somebody's practice having art be about actuality rather than symbolism. And uh, to me, that's interesting. And I think Tanya Bruguera is also teaching at the school that Nato Thompson is helping to establish now, the Alter- Alternative Art School. And uh, yeah, I'm just learning about uh, Rear Crit. Tiravi Nicha is also uh, teaching there and um, it comes from the relational aesthetics idea. Um, you know, I'm just a person trying to wrap my head around all these people and all their practices and how they intertwine and how, I guess, not just what I'm doing, but what I feel like this movement towards living life as art which has been arising um, for a long time, perhaps the entire history of art, and has uh, found its day in different times of um, our history as uh, as human beings. But that now I I sometimes think the idea of creating like a a school of thought that is called something like life art or something like that would be for specifically when um, art is it is actuality or as the way I've described it, that um, deeds in life become the art. You're not acting, you're not using actors as Tony Bergera has said, um, but in, in my conception or the conception that I've been working with or have been inspired to uh, explore you're living the art. The art is your life. Uh, 
I use the term conventional practice for times when you're making work to um, create exhibitions or statements or commentary. Um, in the in the book uh, participation that was edited by Claire Bishop, uh, which I own and was reading through again. Um, this is just the beginning of 2022. Um, there was there was some someone in there and I forget who mentioned the idea of the praxis of living and how if you have art and life come together too much you no longer have the opportunity for art to make commentary or be critical of life itself and my way of thinking the way I've understood it for myself over the past uh, three or four years now of developing this idea and lived practice of living life as art is that you have conventional practice, which results in exhibitions and statements and critical statements and so forth. Um, and then you have life art, which is is like a, a larger umbrella that includes uh, conventional art, but then also expands out into um, into living your life as art and using that creative energy or just that art sensibility. Essentially, I just know that it's art, what I'm doing. And I want to speak a little bit more about what I'm doing in my own life. I don't say my own practice as much. Sometimes I do, but I find it sometimes gets too clinical for a way of thinking about it's just living life. I, I, for myself, um, find sometimes if I get into a mode of intellectualizing things, it takes away from the spirit or the lived essence or what I feel is real and important to me in my understanding of life and connecting with with source. And, and um, so I just wanted to say that. But um, in terms of my own life then, and deeds as art and just living as art, um, just living your life and having this sense that you are an artist or that you uh, are inspired by art, that that somehow feeds into what you're doing in life. I mean, I I do watch lectures by um, what I perceive as, at least in part, conventional artists who are still making exhibitions and sometimes making like uh, plastic art, uh, physical objects, paintings, sculptures, or installations or sound works or video work that is like a, um, an exhibition or some sort of shared event that there's still some idea of an audience and some someone like an artist making things for an audience. Even if the line is being blurred between participant and audience member and, and de-authoring the whole situation, um, it it's kind of like... I feel like in my own understanding, I just let life be life and my and, and that's also art. I kind of say that on the side, but I can let the term art go and just live my life as art and it's just the life of my life. It's that artfulness, all of that information that I get from folks working in a conventional way informs my spirit in living my life. And so that's partly what's gone into... I've talked about some of my own biography and my own personal history that has colored this whole idea of what I've been looking at and sharing. But, um, you know, I've found my way into working at libraries. And for me, that's the art of my life. Uh, that's how I'm uh, making a living, creating a livelihood. 
I also serve others and serve people and serve, you know, um, life itself in a way um, through customer service and providing assistance to people at libraries. And at the time of this podcast, I'm in school uh, for library science. I have been since 2019. And, um, you know, I'm due to graduate within a year here. And uh, this whole thing of working at libraries, it just suits me anyways as a person. But it also gives me a chance to actualize my beliefs and values in democracy and helping libraries be a part of a community um, that, you know, values uh, information and uh, an open format or forum for diverse ideas. So every day I go to work, I feel like my art, which is my life, is helping to take real action in the world and uphold and support um, values that I have and values that I hold for the type of society that I want to live in. And um, so in that sense, you know, I'm not making exhibitions or I'm not making performances or situations or events. Um, These are just the the days of my life where I'm living my art. Um, You know, I don't title my days or, um, you know, I have footnotes to my days. I mean, I do the documentation of my life. So in a way, I guess you could say there's sort of that where I'm um, I have the running blog that's been going um, since about 2018, 2017 that describes some of the things that go on in my life and how I'm relating to them and how they um, uh, go towards this idea of living life as art. So I'd like to do more of that um, in this new year for 2022 about how my art experience in libraries is an expression of life art. And, uh, you know, I still paint and I still make music and I still... Sometimes I think about conceptual works or uh, I still enjoy looking at art in the the conventional sense and I enjoy lectures and and reading books and articles about this whole world of art, but also then transcending the idea of art and just living life as life um, with a kind of mixture of it being art implicitly somehow and not getting hung up on the semantical... um, Uh, changes that go on in it. So uh, yeah, I mean, working as I'm currently I'm a PSA2 floater. So that stands for public service uh, assistant. And the floater just means I I'm like a sub that I go to all the different branches of our system. And uh, I'm able to work mostly at the circulation desk, helping people check items in and out. I help people with computers and with printing and faxing. And I, um, I help uh, handle like delivery of items at the library. And it's just a real joy to be a part of that, uh, that living truth of democracy and one that I grew up being engaged with from the time of uh, early school to, um, you know, being a teenager and in my 20s and 30s and so forth, uh, always taking advantage of the public library and all of the great resources that it has. So 
being able to give back to that whole sphere and realm in my life anyways, but also as an, as an instantiation of art being expressed in my view or um, the way I see it, it's, it's a great uh, joy and uh, opportunity in my life. So, you know, for me, when I talk about living life as art, I mean, I see this as being something that you know, can manifest in a person's life in a myriad of ways, whether you become a doctor or a lawyer or a bus driver or a chef or um, uh, if you get into politics or if you're a garbage man or if you're a computer uh, scientist or if you're a physicist or whatever you end up being or choose to be or the many things that you end up doing. It's that idea that art is a kind of... uh, it's it's kind of like that invisible vital energy um, that Derek Rydell has talked of that just kind of fuels the whole thing, that you get inspired and motivated by thinking about things as art. And then at the same time, I understand that a lot of people, though, in the sense of Joseph Boys, we all are artists, some people won't identify that way. And that's why I I continually come back to this idea of dropping the the word art altogether and just and that's why at the end of this podcast title it says limitless living because i think though those aren't necessarily some sort of developmental progression they're like registrations that you can tap into given your own sense of identity and whatever speaks to you or or resonates with you and i'm sure there's many registrations out beyond that in in any direction uh moving outwards but um yeah, that idea that you're just living your life. Um, you can say life artist, you can say artist, or you can just say person. And I think that to me is so important that some of the reading that I do and watching the lectures and the videos in the art world, these words like agents or participants or um, even the word artist or audience viewers, um, none of that has to be just people. We're just people. The life is the art. And I don't believe at all that it takes away the power of art to use it in such an expansive, almost infinite, eternal now sense. Um, it's, It's magical in its own sense. It's mysterious in its own sense. It's been so malleable over the the many years to uh, to become what it is we need it to become in our lives. And I think the way that this historical progression has been uh, over the last century and now into the 21st century of it just becoming art as life and living and and then that gets into character building and ethics and values and uh and and what i ascribe as right-minded values but um yeah it's just this idea that um It's this living life as art. And then we, you know, the idea that we can continue to uh, keep this idea of conventional art and exhibitions and for personal expression, expressing yourself and uh, making statements about the world and being uh, critical of the world and and, uh, analyzing what's going on. Um, But that we just expand it tremendously beyond the galleries and museums, though keeping those as cultural institutions, um, but expanding out and, and transcending all of that as well. So I know that I've talked about this before. I mean, ultimately, I feel like this all goes towards a cosmic understanding, something that could be called like a cosmic artist or a cosmic life artist or just a person who is cosmically minded. 
I referenced there a book like Michio Kaku's 2018, The Future of Humanity, speaking of how over the next centuries and millennia, um, we could potentially become the explorers of the cosmos um, from the from the moon to Mars to um, our entire solar system to other solar systems, intergalactic travel, and so forth, and that we will plant the seeds now for those things. So this idea of art becoming a way of understanding, different ways of thinking, a sensibility, a kind of conceptual dance and, and nuanced uh, way of being, um, even more of a way of being or presencing, uh, awarenessing, as John Kabat-Zinn has said, uh, necessarily more than the idea of thinking uh, only or primarily, that beingness, that awarenessing, that presencing, that's where I see the art of our times because that's what I see as the existential nature of our consciousness building and consciousness raising to understanding through science since the scientific revolution of where we are um, uh, in our development uh, on this planet and where our future could be uh, as it appears on the horizon. So all of these things kind of go into currently why I'm, I'm working at a library and and identifying as a life artist and seeing deeds in life as art and uh, getting something out of serving others, helping others. And uh, as Derek Rydell has said, making the workshop that you're living become the workshop that you're giving. And that's what I've been learning in my own life, how to harness the... uh, the challenges that I've had in my life and use them as teaching moments for myself and for anyone else who might uh, have similar experiences or experiences that could somehow draw from what I've gone through. So it's finding that nexus point where I'm developing as a person and this is a, this is a personal practice for me. It's how I live my life. It's how I understand the world, understand myself, understand my place in the world, how I develop and grow and uh, continue on with life but also how I interact with other people and other thinkers and other people who uh, delve into consciousness studies or spirituality or meditation, the ideas of being and and presence and peace and uh, existential uh, questions or sensibilities and awareness raising. So um, yeah, this is all just a kind of beginning of what I feel like is going to become an expansive understanding in this podcast. This podcast is a um, is a way for me to connect and document ongoing documentation, but also communication. It's not strictly documentation. It's also a way to communicate ideas and share. It's not simply about um, creating a sketch of what I was doing at any given time in my own life, but also as these nexus points or nodes or stars and constellations to connect um, uh, like the idea of string theory or something that connects us all and creates something or taps into something that's bigger than any one of us and creates this expansive uh, place or platform or way of communicating ideas and and sometimes just as importantly energy it's a it's an energy within the idea it's the energy that that drives the ideas, that energy, um, that essence, that vitality is why I've been going towards something like a vitality center for communities. And also the vitality center is, it, it 
it harnesses and brings together these terms life and art and just creates like a happy healthy fulfilling life for people to be a part of a community to also individually explore and research what they want to understand the world as in their own terms but also find ways to connect with other people and have people choose when they want to engage with others when they just want to have solo study and uh, just create a place that is kind of the new art in life where all of these things that have been happening to my mind since Duchamp but over the last hundred years and uh, since social practice uh, art or uh, relational aesthetics and and creating a, a new instantiation of a cultural institution that would be something like a library and museum together, but also like a yoga studio or a mindfulness center, and also just a community center where it is about action and doing and learning and, and being and, and uh, creating and developing. And uh, all these kinds of ideas of, of participant or um, audience member anyways, or viewership, um, reader of a text these these things kind of they can still be around as tools for understanding but they can also dissipate in just kind of being a person and coming to a place to learn from others and just grow in your own life practice so that's where all of this is going for me right now and i feel the essence in that in explaining this and communicating this and sharing this and i hope to really when it's right or when the time is right, start to have dialogues and conversations with other people who might be able to shed even more light and, and have that idea of and live practice of fellowship with other people who identify as artists or curators or directors, but also scientists and uh, librarians and uh, people in the community who are thinking and acting in ways of trying to uh, develop as people and also help others and help the community and, and add to society in positive and productive ways. So all of that comes to this idea of life art, but if we have to call it something else, that's fine too. Living life as art, art life, art life practices maybe, um, just that artful life, that artful living, that creativity, that, uh, that joie de vivre, that that essence of life, that vitality, that it, it's worth saying again and again to kind of come back to center and ground, uh, be grounded and balanced and see what this truly is. And I feel that harnessed energy when I'm able to articulate and express what this is all about. And uh, I hope to be able to give talks sometime out in the public and in the community and out in the world Whenever that is ready to be, I, I will be happy to do that. Um, yeah, but that'll have to happen when it happens. And for now, I just continue this podcast. I continue sending and giving love out into the universe and, uh, and doing the blog and the website and the social network and social media and the books that I've written and uh, starting to do interviews and just um, creating and um, expounding upon the energy that inspires me to um, consider the world more deeply and myself and my place in it and how I can positively act in the world and uh, do the things that I truly believe in and actually be the art and uh, not be caught up in some sort of what I sometimes refer to as the dark fantasy of of uh, misaligned kind of uh, aesthetics or tastes that really don't serve you in your actual life, that really don't speak to the truth of who 
you actually want to be, the true values in your heart. Um, I used to understand a way of being that I picked up somewhere along the way in my development as a younger artist that said something like, you know, be be safe and uh, calm in your in your everyday life so you can be kind of like dangerous and um, and almost out of control in your artwork or something like that. And I found that that didn't really serve me in my life at all. And in fact, it's been a complete revelation to become that artistic sensibility thriving and striving and driving my life to actual deeds in life that I believe in that where my soul and my personality are aligned, which is something of the idea of authentic power that comes from Gary Zukov, that I am actually in the world, that um, I can't uh, create an identity, a, a real living presence, only finding my existential actuation in books or movies or paintings and so forth. Um, there's a reality that expands beyond that. And for me, that was my understanding that being an artist was somehow just creating that kind of work only. And it was very stultifying and it was very constricting. And eventually I had a terrible mental illness and a total breakdown that shattered all of that. And uh, then it became a breakthrough. And I've been developing ever since. And in my own life, it feels like it was a transformation that just the nature of life uh, kind of facilitated for me to understand more deeply how to actualize my true right-minded values in life, love, peace, goodness, hope, strength, that at, in the end, we probably all share. I, and, and that's the thing is that to keep a simple goodness, sometimes I think that resonant frequency of just love with a big L that we all can share in is is not facile it's it's true it's real it saves people it's non-denominational it it's not controlled by a religion or a government or any organization it's just love with a capital l it's just an isness and we can all tap into it whenever we need to and the more we do the more we grow in life and the more we just become the true self that we are capital S self that we truly are and we just become who we truly are. So I hope somehow you're getting something out of this. I hope that these words are resonating with you and some of the truth, the palpability and sharing it. I can feel that it's real to me. It's, And I hope that it somehow if it's real for you, um, you can gain inspiration from it to uh, take good motivation in your own life and do, do something uh, beautiful in life that is... Uh, helpful to you. And I only wish positive things for folks and uh, all the best.